What's the most important thing for us to discuss? Because there's a lot to discuss today. Scott Stapp. You know, I do need to talk about Creed. Oh, okay. We'll get but there. Maybe we'll save we'll it for later. Soon. Yes, yes. But do we talk about number 100? Do we talk about me looking like a gay man walking out of Target yesterday? Do you look like the gay man? Do we talk about Mike not knowing when baseball season starts? Hey, man. We- <laughs> it was an honest mistake, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just, it was I'm one sorry of those- I'll never live up to your standards, Dad. Welcome to episode 0224, I think, right? We'll go with that. Yes. 225, <laughs> just in case. It's one of those. Do you post them here on our Facebook? I, I, I do. Go so. to the skinny with Mike and Adam slash Facebook.com. No, backwards. Facebook.com slash the skinny with Mike and Adam. Adam, what kind of link can people find at the skinny with Mike and well, Adam if, Facebook page? Well, if you have one of those annual things like your wife's mammogram coming around, <laughs> you should go on there and click on our Amazon affiliate link. There it will take you directly to Amazon.com where you can do your purchasing of said anal beads, lube, wax, or trimming materials the perfect gift for every mammogram right and pap smear yes or birthday or birthday is of which we are celebrating one's wife today (laughs) one of our wives yes yeah (laughs) the only one that has a wife (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you go there and you click on it and then you can go to our facebook page and find out what episode we were doing last week yes so today is episode zero two two four Confirmed. Good thing. Okay. Uh, Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about this week, uh, so so we'll just kind of get through the formalities. Thank you, Adam, for that lovely commercial. Uh, If you guys want to help us out, uh, and if you guys have some Amazon stuff that you'd like to buy, help us out by going to an Amazon affiliate link. Are there things non-anally related on Amazon? Not that I've found. Because I've never... Like, every time I go there, it just takes me directly to the anal section. Yeah. So... I, I've heard there's other products you can they're buy. Gonna, they're going to hate this commercial if, oh. they, if they ever listen to it. <laughs> Amazon's like, you know, I'm going to check up on these guys and make sure that they're promoting the affiliate oh, crap. link. No, Amazon is a great and powerful company. They're going to take over everything I one just day. realized something. I get most of my income from a company that is, actually, according to Forbes, is the number two um, most profitable online service mm. on the internet. And technically, I work for the now the number one Ooh. most profitable internet delivery company. So that's pretty and cool. And it starts with an S, and we're not allowed to say it? Let's not say it. Okay. But the one that we're talking about now starts with an A, and that's Amazon, and you can check. You can help us out. Thank you, Adam, for that. Well, and my, my job wouldn't be complete with how much Amazon provides to my employment. There we go, right? Because so many people who happen to be affiliated with said company like has to come through and receive my services and tell me about what it's like to work at Amazon. And as you can tell by the inflection in my voice, it's got to be positive the whole time because why would people come talk to me unless they were having absolutely the most wonderful day of their entire lives? They just lives? need someone to tell. You know, yeah. When you when you're so filled with joy, sometimes sometimes you just need to scream it out to somebody like 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 a therapist <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i'm not a therapist no no you're a i'm the rapist but i'm not <laughs> the rapist 
<laughs> Wait, psychotherapy. <laughs> Psychotherapist. The rapist. <laughs> uh, but we have a lot to, to get through this week. Uh, we're going to do a, a late Valentine's Day episode. Because last mm. week, we got really excited because we wanted because uh, after the party from um, uh, the Menzingers uh, came out. And, oh, hey, Adam, shut up! I have a comment from last week's episode. <laughs> yes, I'm sir. Sorry, that was out of line. I, I wasn't apologize. saying a word. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. So I posted this uh, episode uh, online last week, and we got a comment. Yes, from DSD. What's no, up, DSD? What's up, buddy? He's uh, the man. Love the episode, guys. Right now, after the party is my AOTY album, album of, the of the year. Yeah. Whoa! I was I, like your aortic artery. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> It's a very serious album right. for him, man. That's uh, kind of cool. I think it'll be in my top ten, unless this year is just insane as far as releases goes. Mm. I think this album is tied with Rented World as their second best behind O-T-I-P. O-Tip. On the Yeah, O-Tip. <laughs> uh, my favorite tracks so far are Lookers, great track, Black oh, yeah. Mass, and the title track. You know so it. Thank you very much for that feedback, DSD. And if you would like to get in contact with our show, anybody, you can find us on Twitter, Skinny, uh, I'm sorry, twitter.com slash skinny pod. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. You can go directly to our page at skinny with Mike and Adam dot com, or you can go to the skinny official on YouTube. What? I'm going to have po- a YouTube? We, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I just checked our YouTube page. Last time we posted an episode was episode. 25. Ooh. What was that one about? I have no idea. I <laughs> didn't listen to it. 2012. Yes. Right? Was so, that was that before or after our best ofs list of 2012? Mm. Hard to tell. So that would have been two years into our show. No. I'm oh, sorry. That would be half a year into our show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what am I thinking of? <laughs> Roughly half a year. And since we are... Yeah, we have one episode a month, right? I know. Two, that was scary. What was that? Loud noises. Is that the a train? Of, I think that was a dinosaur. Outside. A dinosaur? Dinosaurs come through here every so often. Oh. So that was just probably somebody's dinosaur getting out, getting out again. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we have a lot of rabbits that get eaten. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yes, and speaking of when we started the podcast, back then we only had two likes. Mm. One Mr. Mike and one Mr. Adam. Oh, hold on. We're going to get there. That's okay. Part of our, okay. That's part of our feed topics. We're going okay. to talk about that a little bit later. But uh uh, 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 yeah, so contact us in any of those. Like I was saying, if if you are a you if 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 you frequent the YouTube, you can subscribe to us at the Skinny Official. I'm going to be posting our episodes every week now on there. It's you know nothing special. It's just you know going to be our title card and then the and then the episode. That was the in there. only way that you could listen to our episode back, back in the day in those the single digit days yeah. or double digit days. I think I finally put it like online because um, it went online on YouTube like in fifty something right. Because the very first episode that was on, I'm not YouTube, I'm sorry, iTunes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, the very first iTunes episode was our Breaking Bad spoiler cast mm. with, with, with one Don Reed. Yes. And uh, everything before that was posted on archive.org. archive.org. And the only way to listen to our episode was to click on our link that took us to our website, and then you had to stream it from the from the page. That was the only way to listen to our show. I don't know how I listened to our page all those years ago. Or our show, I mean. I think I might have just given you the. I know you might have downloaded it and put it onto your iTunes, and then Maybe. put it on, and then put it onto your iPod. It's very possible. So many steps. It's it's crazy how far technology has come. The future is now. <laughs> In just a mere five years. Yeah, but if you want, if 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 you prefer to listen to our show um, streaming on YouTube, 
you know, that way you can listen to it like on your phone or on your computer desk. Then I'll give you guys that avenue. So just another way to interact with the show if you wish. So like I said, we have a lot to get through this week, uh, including a main Valentine's Day topic, which we'll get to later. Uh, but for now, we're gonna jump. We're gonna we're gonna go through these topics rapid fire, uh, going into the feed. Adam, Yo. that's my favorite way to start the feed. Album announcement. Goddamn right, we got two. Uh, so I wasn't expecting this one because this band just kind of releases stuff whenever they kind of feel like it. It's just kind of sporadic. One, one day, one year, it's like oh, two years out from their last album, and then it's, and it's like oh, it's like four years out from the last album. Mm. But Lincoln Park. Oh, I thought you were going to say Art of Anarchy, but uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting ahead of me all the time. <laughs> Lincoln so yes. Park uh, kind of surprised everybody. A mere three years, week. yeah, after their last album, two thousand and yeah, fourteen, 14 was their last. Grab album. me the Mitt Rhyme, Romney Memorial binder of, of, albums. of albums, not women, not women. Trademark. I need to get this ready. So while you're doing that, I'll talk about before um, the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, so Lincoln Park surprised everybody this past week by releasing a brand new song called Heavy. Uh, and this is going to be coming off of their new album, which they announced, One More Light, which will be released ing on May 19th. <laughs> Release ing? <laughs> and was the track heavy? It was not heavy. Oh. But the, the but the thematic, uh, but, the, but the lyrical themes in it were quite heavy. It, it, the, the, uh, the song is about how, um, Stress and burden becomes uh, a, a heavy weight on your heart, mm. and how you just need to let it out sometimes. On a Valentine's Day. On a Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably when they announced this on Valentine's Day. It could have been. I, I think it came out the, the day you posted it, but whatever. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was on the 16th. Oh, so, I uh, what were you looking so, up in the Mitt Romney binder? Number 17. On my 2014 list was The Hunting Party mm. at an 8 out of 11. Great album. Which Mike did not put on his top 10. It was so we have no mention. idea what number it would be. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never, never know. find out. It's somewhere between 11 and 84. There we go. <laughs> but Mike, uh, Mike has always been a bigger fan of this band than I have been. Yeah, I mean, like, Hunting joking, Party was good. Joking aside, you know, from all, because Linkin Park has always been a band that's been tainted by their new metal image from when they first debuted. But mm-hmm. seriously speaking, Linkin Park helped define my music taste. Um, they sure did. Because that, that, um, that was one of the bands that I first got into, like, really into um, when I first started uh, becoming aware of the magic of music. Uh, so I'm looking forward to Linkin Park. I've enjoyed, I mean, to varying degrees, uh, all of Linkin Park's albums. Uh, you know, a lot more than you. <laughs> to varying degrees. To varying degrees. I mean, yes, the first three I can't stomach. The last three I can. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be their seventh <laughs> album overall. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, coming up next, coming up a little bit, actually, just in a few weeks, actually, this is coming up, is uh, a band that we talked about briefly. I think probably last year we did. In 2015. Was it that long we ago? We talked about wow. this whole debacle. Well, you know because what? Because we, we talked about it in my old house. Oh, in sorry. the backyard, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it was a hot day. It was, but then again, after Mr. Scott Weiland died, mm-hmm. this is when they announced that they needed a new frontman. They needed a Mr. new frontman, <laughs> Mr. Scott. Uh, yeah, Mr. Scott Weiland. Uh, you know, 
is, is no longer going to be singing for Art of Anarchy yes. for various reasons. And as all of you know from because our show, we announced that news back in 2015. Yeah. Okay. That, that that band was going on, and then we were like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> it, it seemed very strange. And then Scott Weiland died like shortly yeah. thereafter. I mean, he's not going to be singing in the band anymore based on the disability of being dead. Correct. It would be very hard to be a frontman of the band. But I, I can't I can't announce this. I can't set the, set this announcement up properly myself. So right. I'm going to let um generic radio host guy <laughs> um tell it for you. Well, we got a great great single coming out, guys. The madness. God. Coming soon to KCAL Rocks. Mutton on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> or of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, man. they're going to be releasing The Madness coming out on March 24th. What is your anticipation level of this? Adam? Well, since I told you last week, Mike, I'm going to go back and listen to me those three Creed albums. Ooh. And I did that this week. Oh, my. And boy, was I in shock. <laughs> boy, were you, I, was, I thought you were going to say ashamed. <laughs> ashamed and in shock. Okay. By how much I somehow liked those albums. Oh boy, did we need Back to save that for your sound off later? Nineteen ninety seven and two thousand and one. Nice. That was a that was a dark four years <laughs> for my life. Back when for America's life. Back when Adam only thought there were six bands in the world. There, that's what we my wife and I were discussing. There was corn, limp biscuit, <laughs> Creed. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park wasn't in ninety seven oh, or ninety nine. Ninety they were two thousand. Yeah. So it's like what other bands were around <laughs> and like making Weezer Blink one eighty two. Weezer that was pre Beverly Hills. So well, the, they like, were around but nobody knew about the them. The Pinkerton album had come and gone and nobody cared about yeah. them at that point. So what other hot bands were there between ninety seven and two thousand one? And you can't say Nickelback because that wasn't until the end of 2001. 98 Degrees. That wasn't a band, Mike. They're the best so band. You, you had to choose one of those three bands. Hanson. That was 1996, and that was the only time that they were popular. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went back and I listened to me some My Own Prison, mm. and oh. Oh, boy. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's why I stopped listening to Creed, because it sounds exactly like all the bands that were good in the early 90s. Uh-huh. And then I listened to Human Clay. Oh, that was interesting. Mm. I gave well. First of all, I That's gave my own prison with... a five out of ten. Oh, and that, I think that was just because I had to <laughs> for a nostalgia shake, sake. Well, he, I, yeah, okay. like there was like a few songs that I remember liking. There was one song on there called Unforgiven that was actually really good. And I like I didn't remember it. It hadn't been played on the radio a million times. Like every rock band in the '90s had a song called "Unforgiven." Pretty much, yeah. and this was actually a good version of that song. Okay, <laughs> but like you know, "Torn" and "My Own Prison" and "One." I was like, well, I like those songs. Sure, they were on the radio a this, lot. Yeah, this is was it, this this was before like higher and. Well, yeah, and then Human Clay came out in '99. <laughs> yeah. That's That's, some interesting non-singles in the middle of that album. I that listened aren't to that, that album. Bad. Yeah, I mean, there, I, I remember enjoying it, but then, I, but then, like in hindsight, I can't remember like anything special about it. I like what if, what if, what if I, what if God was one of us? Wrong. 
band. Joan Osborne. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the last like four tracks on the album are just like, it might as well just be the same 20-minute song because mm. <laughs> it's all just really, really bad. All blend. It's like blended together, right? And with arms wide open, yeah, still poor. Mm. Always poor. It's about his son. Higher was never a good song. It was the theme song to Disney's Treasure Planet. <laughs> it was pretty bad. No, Titan A.E. I was going to say, yeah. Treasure Planet was the Johnny Resnick of That's the Goo Goo right. Dolls solo song. Yeah, it was actually yeah, yeah. really good. <laughs> you know who voiced the the, late, the lead character of Titan A.E.? Jaden Smith. <laughs> Close. Oh. J.G.L. Joseph Gordon-Levi? Yeah. Ooh. Joseph Gordon Levi's. Leave it. <laughs> Leave so it no, in the 90s. That was crazy. That was a really crazy thing. And then I already knew that Weathered from 2001 was a bad album. Oh, Ooh, man. What a bad oh, album. Stone a weathered. Because we are <laughs> rusted and weathered. Barely holding together. together. I like that song. <laughs> oh. No, actually, I don't. Oh. Okay. I liked it at mm. the time. Of course, because wh- Stockholm Syndrome of only knowing six bands. That's right. <laughs> but you got to remember, he was just trying to bring a positive message. Sure. He wasn't trying to like rip other people down. No. He wrote songs about how other people tried to rip him down. Memphis may fire. Right. But then he was just like, everybody, let's just come together and be happy and children don't stop dancing oh oh, oh i remember oh, that goddamn that was, song i knew that the oh. band was over when i heard that song like nope no nope. you guys are done and then luckily they were done yeah until 2009 when they came out with full circle but nobody listened to that album no no but not and even then, the band and then they broke up again and then he had his little freak out in 2014. He had his like, bipolar. Guys, guys, Obama's after me. <laughs> yeah, he had his weird bipolar episodes. Like, oh, God, right. so sad. And then Art of Anarchy. Yay. <laughs> now he's replacing Scott uh, Weiland with another, uh, let, let, let's be honest, a less talented Scott. Uh, Scott Stapp. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. So there wasn't very much that was good about Creed in hindsight. No. Um, there doesn't seem to be much good about Art of Anarchy. Are we no. gonna listen to it? We're gonna listen to it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna listen to it at least. <laughs> if, <laughs> Number if, one if, album. If anything, just to kind of make fun of a dumpster fire. So I why know. not? And uh, then I looked at their Facebook page, and it was like, oh, they've been actually posting a lot of things of the recording of the album, and keeping very, keeping everybody abreast as what's to yeah. what is going on. But you know, we talk solely on on Scott Stapp, but like other members of like Guns N' Roses and Distur- Disturbed. Yes, Corn? the bass player from Disturbed. Disturbed, right. So, and everybody's other... favorite bass player. <laughs> <laughs> the best bass player. He's and got cornrows. Everybody's favorite guitar player from Guns N' Roses. That's not Slash. Ron Bumblefoot Thal, mm. guitarist number five. I mean, I know he's the, he's the one I immediately think of when I of think course. of Guns N' Roses. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Shortly after the release of The Madness by Art of Anarchy, we're going to be getting a pretty big <laughs> announcement uh, online. Uh, the lineup announcement and tickets will go on sale for the 2017 Vans Warp Tour. We're gonna be try. We're gonna try to get our do, press passes. Will they at that do time. press this year? Well, well, we're gonna give it a try, right? We, who, we won't know until we try. I guess we we didn't do any of our guesses of who would be on there this year. Mm. Since like last year, I guessed some forty one would be on there, and I was right. But that was interesting. But who's gonna be back this year? Who cares anymore? Right? Yeah. War- Warp it's like Motionless seems- and White has a new album coming out. So, but they were there last year. I think it's just gonna be kind of a standard, um, or, unless they surprise us somehow. 
And it's like Pup was already there. Mm. They were there in 2015. That so we didn't know because we didn't know about that we band. Didn't, we didn't know about them. We do now. Yeah. But we'll talk about them <laughs> later. Um, so they'll probably be there this year. Could be. I mean, they had, they had the new album last year, so I'm sure they're still going to be on the uh, new, on the on the tour cycle. Newfound Glory was last year. Well, they have a new album coming out this year, so right. they could do it again. Simple plan. From first to last. Sonny Moore's not going to do it. No, he's a fucking millionaire. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to do it. <laughs> like live in a trailer with six other guys, or yeah, live like in my bus months. by myself with beautiful women. Yeah, I can't decide, guys. Oh I just no, can't. I'm so sorry. Um, so I guess that's an option. Yeah. Who well, else we'll, has albums this year coming? Yeah. Out? Well, we'll 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 find out in a few weeks. But I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Uh, so some fucked up news. Uh, you know, we followed the saga of one Ian Watkins last year. So no, this is uh, this is less. Pedocore. Pedocore. Uh, this is a less um, interesting band. Less, I mean, it's, it's a fucked up story, but like, this isn't gonna. I mean, it kind of it, it kind of shocked the scene uh, last week uh, when this news broke. But um, former vocalist of a of a really shitty kind of electronic core uh, band called Get Scared. They had their heyday like four years ago when. Like an EP and album was released, and then never again. Nobody cares about that band. Mm. Uh, so goes by the tour. name of uh, uh, Joel. Yeah, they're gonna be a warped tour this year. <laughs> uh, Joel Favre. Uh, he was arrested. <laughs> so, son of Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> Joel Favre. Uh, <laughs> he was arrested in an undercover child pornography sting this Ooh, past week. Undercover. Uh, yeah, forty-two people are involved in this. Um, and they were arrested on charge and, and, and combined, they were charged with 800 separate crimes, mm. all, all taking, all taking place in Polk County, Florida. We need Damn to it, like Florida. saw Florida off of this country and just like let it float away. Isn't dance Shomo dance from Florida? Confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm we'll sorry. keep him. I'm but, sorry, DSD. I mean, you could come live with us. We'll keep him, but the rest of Florida <laughs> kind of needs to go. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the only real note, problem, prob, known, the only really noteworthy thing about this is that uh, yet another musician who was preying upon um, young girls. How young were we going here? Uh, we were going to like school age children mm-hmm. in some of these instances. Like high school age. Well, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Like it's where you draw school. the line of pedophilia, and then it's pederast. Then it's just like statutory rape, mm. pedophilia, mm. statutory pedophilia. Well, I mean, they're not going to release the full details on this yet because you know he's innocent until proven guilty. But allegedly, uh, some of the cases in this sting operation were the, uh, some of the kids mm. were of grade school age. So coming to the acoustic tent of Warp Tour. He did nothing wrong, John guys. Favre. <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing wrong. Okay, but it, innocent until proven. It's guilty. important as part of his therapy that he get around <laughs> small school age children and not have sex with them. <laughs> Warp tour is a fucking mess, <laughs> filled with criminals, pedophile, pedophiles, alleged pedophiles. I'm alleged, sorry, alleged, and drug addicts and fiends and some good artists along the way and some and 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 onward, etc. <laughs> but uh yeah so that that's the shame that you know we have to hear about that kind of stuff and so him and chad gilbert and that guy from the acoustic tent they can start <laughs> yes, their own band there we go their own pedicore they got, band they got they got a singer they got a guitarist and they got another guitarist front man you're halfway there <laughs> <laughs> see no drummers are pedophiles it just doesn't exactly happen. that's because drummers are great amazing people we are just 
me and Rick know how to treat children. <laughs> and it's <laughs> with right goddamn way. respect. With goddamn respect yeah. and beatings. And not having naked pictures of them on your phone. No. 800 separate cards. I tell my daughter to stop. Wait, sorry, what was that? No, I'm sorry. I'm just repeating the the, the alleged 800 crimes <laughs> yes. amongst 42 people. Today, my daughter opened up her jammy top and was flashing me. And mm. I said, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Because, because yeah, I'm a, a drummer. drummer. You don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> she has the you're creepiest a... look on her face when she does it. She's like unbuttoning it and just like staring at me. And then she goes, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, three-year-olds are the worst. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. And she's like, hey. <laughs> So, moving on, a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, Austin Carlyle, of, formerly of, of Mice and Men, formerly of Attack Attack, formerly of the formerly of the Austin Carlyle solo project that never got off the ground. Nope. Uh, but uh, he left. <laughs> there was uh, a solo project? There was. And he had shirts made. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it just said the Austin Carlyle solo project? It says Austin Carlyle with him in animated, like... Pointing to himself with his thumb. <laughs> like, hey, it's me, with, guys. With their new album, Never Get Off the Ground. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he, uh, he was, um, he, he, oh, according to the press release, he left uh, of Mice and Men voluntarily because of his health issues. This is the second time he left that band. But Love now, fan. according to some Instagram posts that one Austin Carlisle has been posting this past week, uh, there may be some, some, some drama afoot that now he was, he was having some spats with former um, bandmates, um, and according to him, uh, they were not letting him write the music that he wanted to because he's now because this past year he became born again Christian. We write music for ourselves. We write music for ourselves. Not you, Austin Carlo. No. <laughs> Can I write music for myself? No, so, not you. We write music for <laughs> ourselves. So he's a hardcore Christian now. Uh, apparently, he's a born again Christian. So he wanted to incorporate that into the new music. And according to him, yes. this is a one-sided story, of course. Um, he was having spats with his bandmates, and they were they were allegedly not letting him write very religious, uh, upbeat kind of music. Um, so he was promptly let go of the band. And him he, and Scott Stepp. It's so sad. Mm, These so things sad. happen. Just write music for ourselves, guys. I know. Oh, it's such the worst. Well, were people surprised or not surprised about this? Um, apparently people were, uh, now, now all the scene girls are upset at, uh, on my submen and being a scene girl myself, I, I, I too am upset. <laughs> Austin Carlisle Always. saved my life. I too have Marfan's Just disease. like Jesus. He's, just like Jesus. Just like Jesus he saved our souls. sacrificed himself for the music. For the Marfans. For the Marfans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. That's we, what the name of his people are going to be. The Marfans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst joke. It's God, terrible. I love it. But it's I awesome. It. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. This next news gets me so amped for the ne- for the upcoming I'm, I'm, Senate. I'm moving to Michigan. <laughs> I'm moving to Michigan so I can cast my vote. So I can finally be represented in this goddamn country. <laughs> so apparently... I made I made a lot of jokes in 2016 about how I believe Kid Rock should be the running mate of one of Donald Trump, our yes. current president. You you made a few statements, which like is that. still a weird thing to say. Current president Donald current Trump and acting overlord. Oh, Empire. hey, it's just what he's been told. 
Oh, this is just the news that was given to People me. People told me these things. What's in front of me right now? If you tell me something, then I just repeat <laughs> it back, and it might not be right, or it might be right. I don't know. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so apparently, all that hearsay, but from according to the hearsay, going kind of being circled around Republican um, mm-hmm. think tanks, Kid Rock's name was a report has been reportedly been thrown out <laughs> as a potential Republican can- contender. To replace uh, the Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabnow Senate seat. <laughs> Stabnow. <laughs> uh, that's the way it's spelled, man. I'm sorry. Stabnow. Is it some sort of Stabinow? like 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 Native American word like Stabnow? Stab. Okay, okay, we'll say Stabnow. With but a I W like on the end. <laughs> I prefer Stabnow because right. I would I would I just imagine a, like a whole county of people like voting yes yes on Stabnow. Stabnow with stamps out crime. I don't know. Stab now, stabs crime. <laughs> so Kid Rock's name was apparently brought up in a, a Michigan Republican Party convention. Of course it was. It was uh, like, like last two weekends ago. And still no official decisions have been made. And Kid Rock's uh, representatives have been um, asked to re- report or to you know, provide some feedback on this statement. And they have mm. not, you know, they have not uh, they said, commented ba on with the ba. <laughs> to bang the dang diggy diggy. Mr. American Badass will hold a press conference. Watch me kick. <laughs> you can roll with rock or you can radio edit. <laughs> I'm a porno flick. <laughs> oh, God. That would be just the best. He's oh. in his 40s now. He's getting into cranky old white guy territory. <laughs> yes. So well, Kid why Rock's, not? Kid Rock's been known to back a lot of uh, Republican presidential candidates and Republican um uh, politicians. Um, Why the heck should he not be the senator of the great state of Michigan? Yes, he performed maybe, at Mitt Romney's rally back in 2012. Maybe he can get Mitt the Romney. lead out of water. Oh, in yeah. Flint. Flint, Michigan. So it'll soon be the... He's going to bob with the bob with pollution. He's going to... Senator nominee... Bob. Yeah, <laughs> Senator nominee Kid Rock Memorial Binder, and maybe in three years we'll have presidential nominee Kid Rock yes. Memorial Binder. That would be incredible. <laughs> On to Kid Rock for president. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I that... imagine what his campaign slogans are going to be. You know, hmm. roll with rock, or you can suck my dick. <laughs> yes, twenty seventeen. Vote for me, or suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> he still plays that song. At of his course, shows. why wouldn't he? That's a song that people know, so but of course it's terrible. Gonna... Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> is. Is there a Kid Rock song that isn't terrible? <laughs> Please enlighten me. I haven't heard enough. <laughs> he had like his third single off of his first album. Mm-hmm. I remember liking it slightly. Mm. It was like a, it was a very chill kind of just hip hop thing. Oh, I don't know. yeah, that's isn't that. I remember seeing it on TRL. I remember the videos, like him, like alone in a tour bus, looking outside the window. <laughs> it was black and white because I'm a bad boy with the heart of with gold. The heart of gold. <laughs> Someday I will be senator of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing him on an episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Hmm, how was so that? It was fine. <laughs> he wore a fedora and he ate. He ate some gross food with Guy Fieri. Sounds good. Hmm. You got so, my vote. I, I don't even way. know what his campaign, what he's, go, what kind of stuff he's going to run on his campaign, but I, I know he's got my vote. I'm sure it'll be f- abortions for all. Adam, shut up! Oh, sorry. We've got the most important news of the day. America waited for this. We have been waiting for this for five years now. June Almost five 20 years. Twenty something. Yep. 2012. Good God. Mike and I clicked like. As we opened up a Facebook page mm. with the skinny with Mike and Adam. Probably the most important fa- page on all of Facebook. 
Probably. Like up there next to, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Kid Rock. Save the koalas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Coney 2012. Coney 2012. That was, that was all the rage at the time <laughs> until he went crazy. Yep. Um, but now, officially, February something. Whenever it happened. 2017. Four days ago. We got. Our 100th. Like. Like. On. Facebook! Book, book, book. And then like two days later, our 101 like on Facebook. Book, it took book, book. nearly five years. Mm-hmm. We crossed the threshold that most podcasts cross in their first, in their first week. Five days. <laughs> but thank you to who was the lucky recipient of our number 100. Adam, s- stall for a bit Well, while I look it up. <laughs> now there was a video or a movie not that long ago, called Rapunzel. Adam, shut featuring up! A, a small green lizard. And his name was Pascal. Pascal Art... He's probably not he's, one of he was our last number, name. number one. Number, number 101. No, 100, 101. Oh. Marcus from Italy. It was our number <laughs> one. Uh, 101, like okay. and, uh, Pascal. Uh, so, hey, Adam... Adam Adam made made the call out to you guys. Whoever was our one hundredth like on Facebook would would be the proud owner of a brand new, brand free, drive by curious album signed by the dynamic duo themselves, the Shaggy Colt and Scooby Doo, and McKilla and McKilla and Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> so so if, if if you're listening to this, if you're a fan of our show, I hope you didn't just like. You know, like a random page. You got spammed because you got spammed. But uh, uh, if you're interested, uh, PM us your 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 name and your details, and we'll and we'll we'll ship you a signed copy <laughs> of the best album that came out in 2016. Come num- on, guys! By number, Drive By Curious, the number zero album, the number zero album of 2016. Mm-hmm. And then we'll send Dave one as well. Oh, because we promised him one a long time ago. <laughs> right. Because he, he liked us, you know, a long time ago. Back in the hundreds. But I'll, but I'll do it for our new topics of the day. So let's go ahead and get to the our, our, our Valentine's Day on President's Day. Mm. For Go on the plate. President Lincoln. Ooh, man, that that beard, that top hat. Mm. That's a that's that that's a that's a face that demands your sensuality. Demands it. <laughs> Whether you're a man or a woman, or a five dollar bill. Some people think he was a homosexual. Ooh, a depressed homosexual. Mm, poor man. Uh, good thing he died. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad he's it. We thought it might be fun. Uh, you know, since Valentine's Day is a day of, of, of love and intimacy and romance, and if you're single, maybe crushes, we thought it might be fun mm. to go over all of our old celebrity crushes from, from childhood. From childhood and beyond. To now. All the way till now? Well, I mean, if you have any. Oh, man, we could be here all night. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So I didn't, what, I didn't what, write them down. I think I have them all in my head. Okay, that's fine. I mean, like a true crush, you would have them. I just have right. them, just for reference over here. Okay. So we we thought like, okay, what about we'll we'll do celebrities, fictional characters, animated, and other. Well, it's hard to have fictional characters 
to well, not... I definitely have fictional characters here. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, like, can you have a fictional character but not be in love with the actress? Well, let me go... Let me, let me, let me talk about my first moment. My earliest crush... Earliest, okay. ...that I can remember was Kimberly the Pink Ranger, played by Amy Jo Johnson. Of I didn't course. necessarily have a crush on Amy Jo Johnson... I had a crush on Kimberly from Power Rangers. Oh, so because I guess that's, that's she was I mean. so badass. She, when she I, would put the suit on, it was obviously her underneath it doing all of those not, those ninja moves. Not a Japanese woman man. from the 80s. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Japanese man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, uh, that was my first crush. So was, and I remember like that, that was the first time I was like, I want to... I want to kiss her like a lot. I want to put my privates on her. I want to like I like, I can't remember like if I, if I ever like wanted to do anything sexual to her because that that came out when I was like five or six, hmm. right? Okay. So like I wanted I, I remember I remember wanting to kiss her so much. <laughs> like I remember I wanted to kiss her body. I've heard great a lot. things about kissing a body part. <laughs> I don't know why. Not necessarily like her breasts or her vulva or anything. But like, I remember wanting to kiss her body. <laughs> it was so. It was a weird thing I was going through. I think that's probably what I thought sex was. Right. Back in the day. Well, then she just had that that like generic hot chick look but i but, which was perfect but she was like really pretty but she wasn't she also wasn't afraid to be a badass of course and that's what i admired about her the most what was her what was her dinosaur the, uh the pterodactyl okay yeah i was like was it lion or pterodactyl but uh yes. when they trans when they transferred to the power rangers like ninja ones they still had the mm-hmm. same costume but they transitioned to the ninja zords she had the crane Ooh, so she loves the, the blind ones i guess okay yeah who was your first crush that you can first one, think of? I'm trying to think because I kept it very like age appropriate, and I only focused on like my fellow kinder- kindergartners mm-hmm. at those times. Okay, so and I made out with them in in, in closets Ooh. and whatnot. I didn't have to like go into fantasy realm because it was actually happening. You had a girlfriend at like in kindergarten. We hung out in my closet. Whoa! And did kissy kissy. <gasps> When we were like five. Oh my god! I know you were in so much action. At I think five. she was having more action at home oh. than I was in hindsight. Oh, that's so, that's so true. Because so she was the one leading me into all of these things, and her name was Michelle. Okay, <laughs> that's all I remember. Oh Last my name, gosh! No idea. But if I found a, my kindergarten picture, I would be like, "Oh, it's that one." Oh, that's the one that was definitely getting molested by her uncle. Uh-huh. There, there's things that I remember about her dad's and dad, oh my god, not dad's. She only had one. Okay, but he was like a hardcore like I'm a trucker, and he would like hear birds chirping outside, and I remember him vividly like standing up and like leaning up against the wall and quietly going up again, like like moving his back all the way on the wall to the door. And then he picked up a gun because there was a gun next to the what door. The fuck? And he just like th- like there was no screen on like the screen door was broken. Okay, <laughs> you know like where the screen With bullet hangs holes. Up. I'm sure. Well, and then he just like <laughs> propped the gun up like out the screen door, and I was just like I'm sitting there like I'm five. I'm just like this <laughs> is weird. And, and then he didn't fire it. So okay. I, I, but then he just like put the gun back down and went back and watched TV. And this was this was her dad. And this man's and, in jail. I'm sure. At least by now. Okay. And then his daughter later on was dragging me into a closet to make out with me. Whoa. And we pretended like we took clothes off and stuff. You pretended? We like, pretended. So she, like you just like mimed yes, taking your shirt off? Yes, mimed. And okay. then, then kissy kissy. So that was like the beginning. Whoa. Of, that was the awakening. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it all began. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like my first celebrity 
had to have been like whenever Little Mermaid came out. So, by the way, really quick, this just took a really dark turn. It I did. This was going to be a really fun <laughs> little topic we were talking about. This got really dark. Really I know. Quick. I'm just saying, like, by the time I was nine, okay, then that was when I discovered Little Mermaid. Yes. And my my my, my little nine year oldness was just like, oh, oh my, like and that's cartoons when it started for, can be like for this. redheads for you. Well, it was all it was all the animators' fault. I'll blame 16 them. Sixteen years old. I was nine. She was sixteen. She was sixteen. But yeah. right around that time, like I went to this after-school program mm-hmm. where there was this counselor, and she was a senior in high school. Oh, and I was in fourth grade. Okay, and her name was Colleen, and she was the hottest. Like she, she was like the the early '90s hot. Mm-hmm. Like not not Kimberly from Power Rangers hot because that was more like '93 hot. Mm-hmm. But this was like 1990, bridging the gap from the '80s. Kind of had like she like, had so much brown curly hair. Oh yeah, that so just went on for days and days. Blow, what's that hairstyle called? Like blowout? It wasn't a perm because okay. that was ugly. Yeah, perms are terrible. That's what like. But I'll go with blowout. Okay, yeah. And she had you know dark eyes and it's hard to describe her but she looked like every hot chick Mm -hmm. in 1990 and i was like so in love with her and like uh, somehow the word got around my after school daycare thing (laughs) that i had a crush on her because like it just like got out in the open i mean did you just tell your close friends about i have no idea but i just remember being taunted with like adam likes colleen i'm like (laughs) like, no i don't shut up guys you don't know me man i don't like girls ew (laughs) 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 <laughs> but oh man like then to think back like she was 17 and i was nine and she seems so like adult yeah <laughs> in hindsight so she's so yeah. mature for her age she's, she's so mature she just like she knew how to talk to a guy and so cool. i don't think i ever had like real life crushes okay oddly enough like i was so i think i had like a bunch of like issues with like bullying and like getting close to people mm, and like okay. trusting people uh, that were my age. So, like, I don't think I ever really... So, most of my crushes were all, like, fictional characters that I saw on TV. That would make and sense. the very next one that I, re- that I remember having was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> oh, no. Played by Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> oh, my God. So, the God. character, not the actress? Again, like, I, I didn't have a crush on Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. I had a crush on was, Sabrina. I don't ever... I never found her attractive. Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah. Oh, she's so pretty. I just... It, she wasn't for me. I, I mm. like, would watch that show and be like, nope. <laughs> why, is, why does this girl have a career? <laughs> because I, I also saw it because she, uh, she was on Nickelodeon, I think. Because she was on, what show is that? Clarissa Explains It All. Yes. So I, I remember I recognized her from there, but I didn't, start, I didn't notice her until she transitioned to ABC's mm-hmm. uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I was that like, oh, make sense. She is so, like, she's so pretty and she's so funny and she knows magic. <laughs> <laughs> she knows magic. Everything I want in a girl. She has a sassy cat. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the things that we want in our girlfriends. And then, of course, around that time, you know, just like you with Ariel, like I know, I started, like started, I started getting weird feelings about Belle and Jasmine oh, oh. and Ariel and who, who else did I have here? And oddly enough, that scene in The Lion King when 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 Nala and Simba are are, are rolling around in the uh-huh. jungle, and Nala's giving Simba those fuck me eyes. I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel weird about this. Remember what I call them now. Mm. Nip eyes. <laughs> yes. Lest we forget. As my other white teenage friends were just like, why does she have nip eyes? <laughs> so uh, Ariel did it for you? Like, I'm, I'm sure like, you saw Aladdin and be like, ooh. I had never, I, I didn't appreciate Jasmine until many years later. Mm-hmm. So she's she, was, she wasn't my, 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 my thing at mm-hmm. the time. 
So I, I geared more towards... And of course, I still, to this day, 30-year-old man, have a weird obsession with Belle, as she is forever on my right arm. She is there. Yeah. I can completely understand. Because <laughs> that Emma Watson uh, doll... Mm. <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> mutant spawn from hell. How did that get past the... I don't know. Who because... who who approved of that? You know that Emma Watson like had to... I don't know, take pictures, get pictures taken of her yeah. face for those dolls. <laughs> and I don't know what the hell happened. Was that the day she got hit by the ugly truck? Like, what the? They kind of like merged her face with the beast's face. Oh my I God. Think. And then just like. Is that a spoiler for the movie? Does she like, does that like a weird hell spawn that they make? It might movie? be. That's what I was kind of thinking. So the other one, do you remember my two dads? Not in real life, but a TV show. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched it. I, I've heard of that show. So I kind of got a weird like connection to that show because I've had a similar situation in yes. my life, but a different my gender. two moms. Except that my, my two moms didn't go out and like date opposite sex people yes. and like have hilarious you know, lives because of that. And laugh track ensues. Right. My, my two moms just, you know lived together and and my life was miserable but anyway um there was that show and the the daughter on that show do you yeah was she like nine her, or ten or something she was about my age i, I haven't the, looked her up in a while but we can google her her name yeah. is stacy keenan okay i'm gonna look this up like keenan thompson okay but like i remember being mildly attracted to her on that show and then the show ended and they did another show called step by step Stacey Keenan. Stacey spelled with an I. Oh, Step by Step I used to watch. Ooh, she's a... And then, yeah, she became a teenager on Step by Step. And boy, did I have some problems with that. Step by step. (laughs) Day by day. Day day. Let's step for a different way. And remember the... The beginning of that show was all of them at Magic Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was by the ocean... And they lived in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that I don't know where make... this alleged ocean that they went to Maybe in Wisconsin was. They just went on was. vacation to California with some, one summer. Like Magic Mountain is next to the ocean. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> well, I think there's a... Wait, cause the other Six Flags is in Texas, which isn't by the ocean at all. There's, there's so many Six Flags, yeah. it's hard to keep there's track. There's like four. How old is she, though? Is she older than me? She's... Yes, she's 41. Oh, God. She was that much older than me. Holy yes. shit. Okay, well, yeah, when she went on to Step by Step, which I was about 13 at that time, mm-hmm. and she was obviously 17, if she's, wait, 18, if she's yes. five years older yes, than me, yes. then yeah, like I had a really hard time like not getting my little 13-year-old boner with that one. <laughs> so um, yeah, she she was cool. I liked her a lot. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> so around that time, too, when I started to notice like um, animated girls i had this really un- unhealthy obsession with sailor moon oh did you ever watch that show i did not no. but i saw the stuff on the internet oh my i knew what to expect oh my <laughs> that that show is they got the most... those boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> so said bare naked ladies Ooh. 1997 the other band that you could listen to in 1997 <laughs> if you wanted to there we go right <laughs> the seventh band uh that's yeah, the most jail baity fucking show it really oh seemed man. to be it, it, like if you're going through an awkward sexual phase oh, as yes. a kid, that was the perfect show because 
every every episode, I mean, they recycled the scene over and over again because it saves time and money. They sure did. Uh, where they do, have ever seen the transformation scene where she goes like Moon Prism Power, and she goes from Serena to the the Princess Sailor Moon. No, it is a sil- <laughs> it is a rainbow silhouette. Okay, of her naked body because. Because she does the thing, and she has, she has her pendant right here at her chest, because where else would you put it? Oh, my God. I love where this is going. <laughs> and, <laughs> and her skin turns translucent, kind of rainbow, kind of colored. Ooh. You can see the outline of it in her hair. It's flowing in the wind. Uh, and everything. She's floating like, in some weird dimensional rift somewhere. There's some and nipples? her clothes fly <laughs> off. Just fly off. Right. So, and, so, <laughs> so you see the outline of her, na- of her naked, supple teen body. Yes. <laughs> as she goes through this very elaborate transformation phase where the tiara, you know, Magically goes through her forehead, and then the bodysuit comes. So the bodysuit comes first, and yes. then the skirt comes after, yes. and then the boots and the gloves and everything else. And then she does her bam sailor sailor scout pose. Yes, and then the rest of the episode moves on. And then they and then and then they started introducing the, her sailor friends, Sailor <laughs> Mars, Sailor <laughs> Venus, who I think I started. Ed- getting a bigger crush on them <laughs> than Sailor Moon because I like thought they were... friends are really hot. <laughs> Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Mercury, and yes. so forth. And yes. each of them got their own transformation, got transformation animation, and it was the greatest fucking thing, like, as a weird kid, like, finding Who out what boners are were the first time. And apparently had no real-life women to uh, look at. I had a weird childhood, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I can completely understand. Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Of course. Topanga. Did anybody not have a huge crush Topanga on Topanga? Lawrence, played by Daniel Fischel. Well, oh. if we all looked at what... Remember the little geeky kid on that show? That was in the early seasons, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was like well, the kind of annoying kid in class. And um, If you look her up now, you'll see that that actress what? grew up to be really hot. Oh. That was actually a girl. Oh. And she's super hot now. I had no idea. But anyway, Topanga, Danielle Fischel. Yes. Yeah. Fisher? Fischel? I, I think it's pronounced Fischel. I don't yes. know. No idea. I only look at her as a sex object. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Anyway, I, I really liked her character because, like, she was like I—I I, I always had that thing for like the weird kids, you know. Growing mm. up, a weird kid. I think yes. I related to the weird kids. So she was like that weird oddball one, and then like the when they show with you and Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. And then and then when the show transitioned to high school. They gave her character a makeover, and she was like, "Oh, now she's super hot, super hot." And then her and Corey started dating, and then and then I saw the. Ep- I, I remember watching like the TGIF Fridays every fucking Friday that we did. And why were I we watched, so glued to that? I don't know why. Like, because family matters. It was and, a, because it was an event. <laughs> I can't remember. There were so many cycles of shows and that Topanga came through there. Proposed to Corey oh, at, at their high school graduation. God. I even saw the episode where they lost their virginity together nice. on their wedding night because they're wholesome people. Then they put the video on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> Red tube. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I I know I've told you this story, but my friend Chris back in high school, mm-hmm. like back in the early days of the internet, because he was all about like talking to people, chicks online. Mm-hmm. He would, I am everybody under the sun and, and whatever. Yes. And like one of them said that they were Daniel Fischel. Mm. And 
Like he had like this conversation going back and forth. He's like, I don't know if it's really her or not, but <laughs> well, she keeps every, on telling me that she is. Everything on the internet is true. And so like, like he would say like, she wrote me this letter about how she's like, oh, I can't talk right now because I got to go film my show and <laughs> things like that. And part like of me wants, signed Danielle Fischel. <laughs> part sure. of me wants to believe it's true. And then like the cynical side of me is like, that's a 40 year old man right. trying to get nudes from a right. teenage boy. From a teenage boy. <laughs> so needless to say, he never met her in person, even though they talked a lot they were, would, lo- they were online love he would go out and meet chicks all the time from all over the place that he, he met on, with on AOL <laughs> and he like he was all down for I would go with him and we Ooh. were just like hey what's up guys we're gonna go to Taco Bell okay see you later and that was it that's cool <laughs> yeah that was so that, that was like in my middle school awkward tween years yes. and everything and around that time my sister started getting into because of the movie she was really into the Spice Girls and well, I, I know we talked about the Spice Girls before, but yes. like yours was uh, Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. Mine. We was had my friends and I spice. had that when the rumor came out that one of them was actually a dude. <laughs> Please don't be Ginger Spice. And we all said like, all right, if it's the one that we like, we're not going to give each other shit for it. Right. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had such a crush on Baby Spice. Oh, and I don't know why she was a fat little English woman. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, and she I wasn't weird at all. She had an oral fixation too. She's always sucking on that lollipop. I know. Platform. I, oh, they, I, I thought they, platform heels was the sexiest thing oh, back in the day. So ugly. Oh. I remember them. <laughs> she always had those pigtails too. I know they made her pander. She was such to, jailbait to the jailbait crowd. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and Mike, me, Mike being, took it hook, line, and sinker. Apparently, well, because I was a fucking teen. <laughs> but but teenagers don't want to have sex with babies. <laughs> Grown men want to have sex with babies. As we learned at, in the feed today, former lead singers of bands want to have right. sex with babies. <laughs> so, Again, this, this topic is getting very dark. <laughs> I know. A little dark, Mike. A little dark. So on the lighter side, around the 90s was when one show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer Ooh. came into our lives. Yeah. That was a show that I never got into, though. I never did either. But... I love Sarah Michelle Gellar so much. Like, okay. seriously, so I would do you like, still bang her. Do you so like hard. like her as the actress? Just the actress. Okay, everything not, she does. Not Buffy the character. No, but she, that was the only thing she was on at the time. So you must have loved Cruel Intentions. Then I loved Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I expect you to say. Oh wait, and Cruel Intentions <laughs> was great too. I mean, <laughs> mine, I'm sure the the awkward. Oh man, incest subplot was you know <laughs> a little rough to get through, but like right, but yeah, and then you know get her with Selma Blair. Oh yeah, that oh. makeout scene. Like I had to like finish so fast because <laughs> I didn't know how long because no DVR at the time. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, oh, it's finally on like HBO. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, I know it's coming. Oh, <laughs> the God. uncensored oh, version that they're not uh, going to censor the kiss. I know on TNT or whatever. So yes, me and Sarah Michelle Gellar go way back mm. to my lonely days of watching Buffy reruns mm-hmm. between 1997 <laughs> and 2001. Is she doing anything nowadays besides banging Freddie Prince and having Still? children with Freddie Prince Jr.? There's no more Scooby Doo sequels to do. I guess not. But, I mean, th- oh. there are, but like it's a new cast. That's right. So I don't know what she's doing, but she's still hot. God bless you, Sarah still Michelle Geller. Falling in love with her every you've, day. You've given so many teenage boys their proper wink. It was like, like she Selma was. Blair. She was just like that perfect little like. Speaking cute of Selma face. Blair, I never had a crush on Selma Blair, but that scene in Wild Things where she in the pool with with That's um, not Selma Blair. That is Selma Blair. That isn't is it? Denise Richards. Yes, and the chick from Scream. 
Isn't that Selma Blair? What's her name? No, that's not Selma Blair. All right, we gotta look Selma it up. Blair is in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> right, yeah. And she's also in Scream. No. Okay, hold on. The, you mean the main character? Okay, hold on. Wild Things. I cannot remember the name off the top of my head. I'm just thinking Lacey from Party of Five. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Things. You make my heart. It's Naomi? No. Oh, you, Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell. Okay. God damn it. Was gonna... She looks so much like Selma Blair. I know. That was the late 90s brunette chick look. The film gained notoriety for featuring several several sex scenes. In particular, one involving a man and two women simultaneously. Ooh, Ooh. That never happens. And <laughs> Kevin Bacon's wiener. Kevin Bacon's giant wiener. Giant wiener. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be fake. I love how like Matt Dillon's just like, hey, hey Kevin Bacon and your wiener <laughs> just hanging out, coming out of the shower. <laughs> Why not? Exactly. Nev Campbell. Adam, I never you, had a thing for Nev Campbell. Adam, did you ever watch... Uh, Although Nev Campbell's hot now. Anyway. Oh, is she? She is, now is that she she's in now? her 30s. Oh, okay. She was on some show that my wife was watching. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow, she got hot. I'll anyway. continue to not look that up. Yes. Uh, did you ever watch Sister, Sister? Tia and Tamara Tia and Maori? Tia and Maori. Yes. I don't think that was her last name on the show. But I watched it, but I never found them attractive. I had the biggest crush on the two of them. Not only was it the mm. twin factor... I just thought the two of them were the coolest chicks ever. They were like the the, the, the 90s version of Dove Campbell. Dove Cameron, you mean? <laughs> Dove Cameron, yes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like, oh, man, they were so pretty. And, and, they're like, and like, one of them's like the smart one. One of them's like the the bad one. Or I guess as bad as like a wholesome sitcom could be. Uh, like, oh, she sneaks out at night. <laughs> she likes boys. She's on the internet. <laughs> When she's not supposed to be. <laughs> she wears her she wears her overalls with one strap down. Oh, man. That overall look. What the fuck was up with that? <laughs> fuck the 90s. It's dude. still not that attractive. Well, because they're bringing it back, you know? The fucking 90s. It wasn't that hot back then, I don't think. But 90s, baby. So you had a thing for twins. Oh, I love... Well... Did you have one I, or the other? Whoever was the smart one no in idea. that show? No idea. Yeah, I want to say Tia. Sure. When I when I worked at child support, like we could make our own screensavers, and I had mm. to share my computer with the guy, <laughs> okay. and he had so much Tia and Tamara stuff that he put on our computer as the screensaver <laughs> what? because he was. A, I mean, we got to remember we were all like he put this on other we, people's computers. Well, no, we were using county computers, okay. But we can make our own screensavers right. at the time. We can pick our own images from you know Google Images or uh-huh. whatever. And I mean, we, we got to remember we were all nineteen. We were all college age. Yeah. This was like a younger guy. He was like 18 or 19. Okay. But he was in love with them too. And he put like so much of them on, Mm -hmm. on the computer that I had to share with him because he was like the night, the night crew guy. Yeah. And I was the day crew guy. So that's, that, that, that's, that makes me oddly uncomfortable (laughs) to hear that story. Understandable. Uh, uh, and around that time, like. Then 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 that's was like, well, why don't I have crushes that are like my own age? Oh, what? I know, right? <laughs> so I had a huge crush on Hillary Duff, dude. Hillary Duff is my age well, uh, in go. real life, there and like everything, like Lindsay, Lizzie McGuire that she did, uh, and then she was like, she was on um, Malcolm in the Middle a couple times. Oh, I had no idea about. Yeah, that. Well, she just like cameoed because like she was famous at that time, so she just kind of cameoed a couple times. Yes. Uh, she also did like some Disney movies that I only watched because she was in them, <laughs> like Disney Channel movies. Like Disney Channel movies. <laughs> like, mom, get out! I'm watching Hillary Duff. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy the story. <laughs> oh my god! And even today, dude, Hillary Duff is so pretty. She's 
Got some stuff Jesus. going on. Spicy meatball. Spicy. Mm. Well, if we're going to talk about the 90s still, <laughs> then we can't argue with who brought me into adulthood, which was one Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Me and friends went way back. Shoulder pads. I watched a lot of friends back in 94-ish. Mm-hmm. But then as she got older and hotter in the later 90s. And wore less and less bras. And her hair got like longer and awesomer. And less shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. She she helped me become a man. The the person on Friends, I always again because I I tend I tend to gravitate towards the weirdos. Like I I always had like a weird crush on Phoebe. I know there's something wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a broken man. <laughs> Lisa Kudrow does not have it going on, in my opinion. I think she's pretty. There's, I mean, like, would you kick her with out the, of bed? With a question mark, she's pretty. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that in a way like I don't know why people don't think that she's pretty. Monica's is a straight up bitch. Like. I mean, I as pretty as but see, that, I, I was in, that actress is like, like I, I was in love with with Monica from when she was in Ace Ventura. Oh, it's the right. first yeah, one. Yeah. So I was like that carried over into Friends, but I always gave the edge to Jennifer Aniston. Okay, I didn't care for the character. Okay, the character Just was Jennifer. retarded. Yeah, she's but, such an idiot and fucking like. <laughs> but so they would codependent. dress her in such weird, hot '90s ways. Oh yeah, because that show was like half. I'm like, like why is she? Icon. She's wearing a schoolgirl outfit. But because the character wants to wear that, yes. not because like they're trying to be funny, like with 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 like socks up to her freaking thighs. Oh, that's so and, sexy, dude! Oh, God, I fucking love shit! Thigh high socks. <laughs> the whole entire episode, and like, there's gonna be a joke that she's wearing this, right? Oh no! <laughs> and I, mean, I just found this at Nordstrom or and whatever. She, and she would wear the overalls. She did, yeah. But that she was, could. But that was the nineties. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, Kelly <laughs> Kelly Bundy. Oh, I didn't put that. Kelly fucking Bundy. Kelly Bundy. Oh. I was just thinking about her as well. Mm. And the she was like the trashy. Veronica hot. Corningstone. Yeah, she was very pretty <laughs> in a She was so character. trashy. Like I think we all have I think all of us kind of red blooded kind of guys have that weird attraction to trashy girls. A little bit. In a weird way. A little bit. She Speaking made of it which, work. Oh. I had this weird celebrity obsession with Tara Reed. American Pie. I remember my friend Cameron was in love with her in in the American Pie days, and I was always just like, "And there was I can see it, but no." She had that really sexy, raspy voice, and that's when I started because she'd been smoking cigarettes since she was fourteen. Exactly. Hey guys. Hey. I'm so hot and hey, Kevin. I want to give you a (laughs) blowjob. Does anybody want to (laughs) dance? Oh, jerk off in that beer over there. Nobody's gonna drink it. Yeah. But then there's that amazing scene, which I think solidified my crush on her in American Pie, yes. where she has where she's getting eaten out by Kevin. Which one was Kevin? Um, the wiener, the one who she, the she one who never one from Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, yeah, Rosenbagger, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she got eaten out by Kevin, His and it's Kevin. Yeah, where have I been? Anyway, <laughs> not watching American Pie apparently <laughs> as often as everybody else. <laughs> my bad. And and of course that crush quickly faded away as her. And she when, got that really nasty boob job, and, and then she fell start, out at that award ceremony. Oh God! <laughs> and she had no idea. <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm the perfect girl. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, this is embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> On a similar note, and I think you might appreciate this as well. I I, I developed a crush because I kind of like I, I back in the day when I was a teenager, uh, I had a crush. I had thing with trashy girls. So Lindsay Lohan. Well, I didn't come on to her 
pun intended, <laughs> until I was well into my 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah? When Mean Girls came out. Mean like, Girls. That was when I was first like, oh, my God, yes. I want this Herbie. all over my face. Freaky Friday. And Mean Girls came out in 2004. Right. I was 23 years old. <laughs> she is a year older than me, I believe. I, she's I 86. She's, she's okay. your age. She's okay. 30 now. But I think she was like born early, early in the But year. I remember seeing like clips of the parent trap. Oh, yes. And not being like, oh, yeah, she's hot. Because <laughs> she like, she's fucking eight. <laughs> I know. But she was in something in between that. Oh, it was um, the one Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah. Freaky Friday. I remember seeing clips like of that. movie. And I was just like, oh, hey, that 16-year-old is pretty hot. Whatever. <laughs> and then by the time she was 18 and Mean Girl, and I was then, like, oh. And then the media exploited her as soon as she yes. turned 18. Like She like, destroyed everything oh, about Oh, my God. And then she had like... Ingenue. <laughs> what have they we done, done to you? you? Exactly, but yeah. man, she's in that that episode of SNL where she plays Hermione. Hermione yeah. Oh my god, uh, that's that's one of my favorite sketches. <laughs> like outside of Lindsay Lohan playing that, right? It's a great sketch. It really, really is. Uh, Hermione, some of have... us grew more over the summer. <laughs> anyway, that it, at least me personally, I didn't have a crush. Uh, I, I kind of like after the debacle that was Tara Reid mm-hmm. and Lindsay Lohan and how they let me down. I was like. Yes. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with celebrity crush. And, th- and then, of course, like I started noticing like girls around me. Mm. So, so, the, so I was kind of 18. Like, maybe I should look around <laughs> me and not just on TV all the time. <laughs> but then, but then I started like randomly watching TV, and then I think it's just I think it's on Fox, I think. But then uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage oh, Daughter came my on, God. and I had a and I started to notice a character named Bridget Hennessy, played by one Kaylee Cuoco. Now super uber famous what? from the Big Bang Theory, yes. but at the time not as uber famous. Not as uber famous. Was that show? How, how many seasons did that show run? That for? show ran brief? for way longer than it should have because mm. the lead character passed away in real life. That's right. And they decided to bring we're going to write that. On. <laughs> we're going to write that into the story and bring in David Spade <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> to save the world. <laughs> David Spade saves the world. Oh man. So yes, Qua- Kaylee Cuoco. But that was a short-lived kind of thing. Like I just kind of, I, I think, admittedly, I kind of just was attracted to her looks. Mm-hmm. Very petite, very dumb blonde. But there's now, more to her. Whatever. Yes. Now I introduced Mike to this sitcom from the '90s he had never heard of, but with actors that he knows of, mm-hmm. of one Ned and Stacy. Yes, I that's that one that you were telling me about. Two seasons on Fox. Uh-huh. Of which it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Probably didn't need more than two seasons because <laughs> sure. Thomas Hayden Church is the only funny, funny character on that show. Okay, but Deborah Messing, Deborah Messing, pre Will and Grace. Oh, something weird. She was hot in Will and Grace. She, uh, Will and Grace, but yeah. she had she like lost thirty pounds to be on Will and Grace. Mm. So she looks healthy, yeah, and like mid nineties hot. On Ned and Stacy, and like I can watch that show and just be like, "Oh, I know where all of my redhead crushes <laughs> fetishes came from." Now there we go. I totally get it, and yeah, I, I kind of carried my crush for her further on, but she she looks her best, yeah, between 1995 and 1997, yeah, yeah, and then Will and Grace started somewhere around 2000 ish, right? I think so, maybe if a I little bit after. That was around my middle school years. So great show if anybody wants to purchase the DVDs like I did. <laughs> you did <laughs> well. My wife found the entire second season for twenty bucks. Oh, cool! By some bootleg person in 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 the UK. Oh, cool! And it, it was fine. It wasn't like that's how high got, def quality or anything. I mean, it was that's standard. How I have every episode of Rocco's Modern Life with some bootleg guy online. And we found season one 
on Amazon for equally cheap. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's it's 40 bucks for, you know, 50 episodes. Yeah, why not? not? It's it's fine. They're not on Netflix or anything? No, they're not on Netflix or YouTube or Or Hulu or Hulu or any of that. It's weird. So, but yeah, Deborah Messing was very, very hot in the Mm -hmm. mid nineties. USAM. I was randomly like, you know, surfing through the channels one day, many years ago. And then I stumbled across this channel that I never heard of called G4. Oh God! And then, <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. And you know, and, and, Mike's and the, told this story on the podcast. And I was excited because, like, oh, there, uh, oh, there's this show that used to be on Tech TV called um, Shit, Shit, Attack of the Show. No, not that one. It was oh. this is game, whatever the gaming show was. I was like, oh, Adam Sussler's back, and he's on. A, he has another game show. So I, I, I think I'll check out this channel. Yes. Right after that gaming show. Whatever was this show called Attack of the Show? Oh, sorry. Which built itself as you know. Oh, we're going to talk about like what's hot on the internet. Like, hey, are then... you Asian and you like pretty <laughs> girls and video games? Well, we got the right show for you, sir. Well, Attack of the Show was more like <laughs> what's the hottest tech and what's like the, the the hot stuff on the internet. And then we we no white person was watching it. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but but one of the co the one of the co-hosts on that show was a woman named Olivia Munn. Unknown, unknown actress slash model. That's right, Olivia Munn. Yep, slightly older than me. I think she's like two. She's my age. She's your age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, whoa, whoa, she was funny. Whoa, funny, hot, geeky, geeky. She loved video Quest. games. She loved and computers video games and, com- and computers. She owns computers, Mike. She has a computer. She has a computer. Oh, my. I don't think I need to get into... Uh, go back and listen to our Hate Fucks episode. <laughs> that's if episode 69 for the layperson. Yeah, that's Which right. was Valentine's Day 2013. Wow, good memory. Yo. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, holy shit. But uh, we're not going to get into that. But uh, Mike, how, how... I had a falling how, out. How many years did you cream over her? Until she left G4. Well, how many seasons was she on is what I'm kind two of Two or three. That's all? Just two or three? It was like two or three years, I think, she was on that show. Well, um, yes. Until she intentionally tried to get herself fired because she wanted to get out of her G4 contract so that she can be, in, be into the movies. So that she can get on the Daily Show for three months. Yeah. And write a book about tiger moms. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She grew up with a tiger mom, Mike. She did. That creates OCD and self-esteem issues. Did you read that book? No. Okay. I didn't have to. Did she talk? Because <laughs> she about talked it? about it on the Daily Show. Oh. During the three months she was on. That poor woman. And then she was on some terrible show called something about. Oh God, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, on, the, C, on NBC, the, the, the Newlyweds. Was that what it was called? New, newly? It's, it's a newlywed show. Right? It was a newlywed show C- about couples. three couples. Couples. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, one it was newlyweds. Matter. One's been married for a while, and one is about to get married. About to get. I'm married. sure. <laughs> Nobody has any kids, therefore they're very happy. Mm. And Everyone she was on there, there, and she was a total like, you know, housewife of New Jersey yes. style lady. And luckily, that show ended quickly. Mm-hmm. And then she was on the newsroom. Yes, which Aaron is Sorkin. And she apparently, because I don't watch that show, so apparently it's, her it's performance over. was like. Really highly regarded. I, I felt it was good. It wasn't funny. It wasn't sexy. No, it was a serious show. But she was a newswoman. She was like the hot news chick on a news show. Yes. But apparently her acting was, was, was regarded as really well. As I promising. You, Olivia Munn, you fucking sellout. And then she was on Conan and broke Mike's heart. And then she 
threw us all under the bus. Everyone who everyone who had a huge crush on her because we all thought that she was this geek goddess and she was the nope. ambassador to the geek world. And nope. Fuck you. Just because she's half Asian doesn't mean she's a geek. No, we believe she was a geek because of everything <laughs> she was pan. But now we know is pandering to us. Uh, back is, Felicity then. Day is right around this. Felicity I, Day is legit. Son. I feel like she's going to break all of their hearts. Felicity eventually. Day is legit. Okay, you fine. take that back. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was also in a Super Bowl commercial that you missed this year. Good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. And now, as a thirty-year-old man, I think my last two crushes that are still ongoing to this day are Anne Hathaway there and Amanda Seyfried. Well, yeah. Big, you, didn't, you, didn't, eyes. you didn't discover her until recently. I've, I had this odd... Because I discovered her in Mean Girls as well, and I was like, yeah. oh, I think I like this girl more than <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that scene where she's looking at her ass in the mirror and rubbing it oh, right before she answers the phone. She can predict the weather with her boobs. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. The best. And when Lacey Chabé says, Chabé, Chabo, says, if I have something terrible to tell you, do you want me to tell you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How can I be in love with a bimbo so much? Oh, yeah, but she's gone on to have a career. And I can't forget my current one of Anna Kendrick. Oh, yes, that's right. You have have this weird, which you discovered on the Twilight films. I know. You know how hard it is to watch Trolls now (laughs) without getting a boner? (laughs) Really hard, Mike. Really hard. (laughs) That's what what he said. That's what she should say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes, when you look at Anna Kendrick, you're like, is there anything you can't do mm. besides be perfect in my eyes? So all of you women that we have uh, mentioned. You women. You women. <laughs> you, you let us fall in love with you. God. And you don't acknowledge us? You don't acknowledge us, but you hang out with Justin Timberlake <laughs> as if he's a legitimate You hang out with other person? celebrities. Like Ryan and not Reynolds? some schmo. From Barstow, California. <laughs> Barstow. <laughs> Where I grew up and discovered the Pink Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I know we're both Good in, times. I, but I know I know we're both in like happy relationships now, but all you women should like totally call us and and turn us down to give us some closure, of course. Well, just tag Amy, them tag them all in this podcast. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> See what a- happens. Amy Joe Johnson, I want you to like be like, No, God, no. Nice. I would never ever be with somebody as disgusting as you. I Ew. hate Power Ranger fans. Ew. And Amanda Seyfried. Call me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to our sound off. <laughs> What would you like to sound off on today, my man? Well, have you been listening to any music? Because I have. I listened to a bit of Pup. A bit of Pup. A yes. bit of Pup. I listened to the self-titled album by Pup. And we were introduced to Pup, uh, one of our loyal fans, Dance Show Mo Dance, who we seem to bring up all the time. I know. He's a great guy. He, he you know comments on our stuff and he gives feedback to the show. Yes. He, he gave us his um, top 10 albums of 2016. One of them was a band we never heard of. It, those, and of that list, the one that um, kind of jumped out immediately was this great pump, uh, pop punk band called Pup. I don't know how to describe them so much, except that they're from Canada. Yes. 
And there's kind of a bluesy element to their guitar style. Kind of, like that kind song, Yukon. Yukon? It's kind of dirty-ish kind of sounding, yeah. kind of punk. I'd say the first six tracks on the album are pretty darn good. Yes. And, and this is their debut album from 2014. 14? I believe yes. it's 14. Yes, because then they were on Warp Tour 2015. Yes. And then the new album came out last year, which we'll get to next week. Okay. But yeah, the, the self-titled album was pretty good. I liked it a lot, man. I gave it a seven. I don't know where this band has been because apparently they've been making the rounds and I this is, honestly I've never heard of this band. They until... were funded by the government of Canada to create their first album. What? I don't know how. If you go to their Wikipedia page <laughs> and click on the pup album, yeah. it'll tell you that. So was it some sort of art scholarship? Yes. Yeah. Some sort of weird thing like that. That was weird. So good on the, I don't know what part of Canada they're from. Probably we'll never know Manitoba. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I think the first six tracks were great. The next three were poor. The last one was good. Mm. So a seven out of ten. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a, it's a pretty good track. It's a pretty good introduction to a band that we had never heard of before. Uh, I mean, I, I listened to last year's album a little bit. I've given it three listens so far. Okay, we'll I'm talk s- about have it. No idea of how to judge it yet. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week. But uh, apparently he had vocal cord damage and when he went and got his vocal cords checked out the doctor told him the dream is over and so oh, that's no. what they named their their album that's cool so i'm glad that you're good the for one, them i'm glad the one i'm glad that you're the one reading all these articles <laughs> and doing all this research because I, I sure it all. well there's this great outlet called the internet that has everything you would internet. need to know on it can i post podcasts on this internet you can really like 224 of them it's oh. crazy <laughs> subsequently each week so, Mike is still working on his top 100 of all time. I'm albums. almost done with it. I need to tighten it up. A and Creed bit. came so close to making the list. Ooh, it's, but it almost beat out Devil and God are Raging Against Almost. Me. But then it quickly dropped down to like number 800. Right. <laughs> so, upon, upon re listen, or just upon just memory, I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is going to 800. <laughs> so, talk about it. you're going to keep on working on your top 100. Uh, give me a week. Mine is done. Okay. Officially. Ooh. Done. Wow. D-U-N, done. D-U-N, son. God damn it. I made sure that I got all the albums that I had lost on there for some reason. Okay. They're on there. And I went back and I listened to me some some Creed, and I listened to me some Bad Religion. Okay, and, so... And some Offspring, which, you know, the Smash was a 9 out of 14. Hey, it quickly dropped no down to number 801. Okay. <laughs> um, so we will discuss this this in this coming week. How we're going to share this list? I have one more album to discuss, by the way. Okay, well, you, you can do that. So, okay. so this coming week, we'll, we'll we'll we don't have a big release coming up, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll do that. We'll we'll right. at least start it. If we don't finish all the way down to one, we'll we'll do something. And so we'll at least start start sharing our list yes. this week. We should at least talk about. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out by next yeah. week. We can't do all one hundred because we would bore everybody for the next ten episodes. It'd be a six-hour-long episode, and I just don't have that kind of time. <laughs> no, we just do ten every week. I I. You know what we say that one hundred and ninety, eighty nine to eighty. Yeah, I mean <laughs> people we, would get so sick of us. We'd lose so many likes. <laughs> I mean, we say that, but then it's going to end up being like a six hour long episode, just doing like yes, it will. just debating back and forth. Like <laughs> fuck you, my number ninety eight album. We're going to spend the next forty five minutes talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the living end. The Living End. So what do you what, know about this band? Because I, it's a band that I've heard of. You've only heard of. What, well, you what, what, would definitely recognize listen to them. Well, you you would definitely recognize them from track one, album one. 
Because we don't need no one to tell us what to do. I said, we're on our own and there's nothing you can do. So we don't need no one like you to tell us what to do. This band is from Australia. Yes. I thought that was an English band. Yeah. But apparently it's The Living End's 1998 album, The Living End. Mm. Um, that Very was like their title. most popular song. I don't know why I know that I song. I don't think I've ever heard that song, to be honest. They played it all over 103.9. Oh, really? So this is a band that's just been in the back of your mind? It's called Prisoner of Society. Okay. Prisoner of Society. Here it is. No, I was told about this band by an attractive co-worker of mine. And when attractive Latinas tell you, like, hey, have you heard of this band? And you say no. Then you quickly go out and you get all the albums from that band so that you have something to talk about with said attractive Latina at your job. And this song was all over 103.9. It's difficult to tell who inspired who. Did the Living End inspire Green Day, or did Green Day inspire the Living End? Green Day has been around since the early '90s. Well, the late '80s. Late '80s. So yeah. technically, I'll go with Green Day inspired this band. But and of course, being from Australia, they get all of America's pop culture references a decade later. A decade later, yes. <laughs> So this band has the rockabilly kind of vibe to it because it's stand-up bass. Stand-up bass? Also known as double bass for some reason. I don't recognize this song at all, dude. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. One, two, three. See another say. Well, you didn't listen to 103.9 as often as I did. I I just listened to Rise Against and Disturbed (laughs) over and over again. Um, So I was really surprised to hear that track in there. And then that's probably the biggest standout success this band had okay um but it's still a really good album cool. I, I would say like the rest of the album doesn't sound like that song okay but it's got that kind of stray cats vibe to it mm-hmm. a little bit of rockabilly mixed with punk mixed with i don't know this like some interesting stuff flashback friday with adam Gort. 1998 1998 but yeah it's got some really good tracks on it and i gave it a 12 out of 14 wow not, so, 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 not going to blow your socks away. It's, just, it's not on my top 100. Right. But it's in my top 200. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you want some good, just kind of dirty punk, I think Living End's a good... Dirty punk. Did yeah. you, you... You didn't listen to this album at all? I haven't started it yet. No. Okay. They only have seven albums, so yeah. we have time. <laughs> Plenty of time, yes. And then, yeah. So what's interesting is that this attractive Latina, I didn't know that she was single for all this time that I've been working with her. And she would have been like somebody perfect that I could have tried to set you up with if you weren't <laughs> dating all the Tinder girls. <laughs> Two. Both Tinder girls. Yes. If I had known that she was single and that you were also going through your spiral, uh-huh. I would have been like, oh, hey, Mike, I know somebody you could date. Like, hey, but, attractive Latina, would you like to date someone who is clinically depressed? Yes. They going all through want a to. fucking shame spiral right well, now. Well, Erica took a gamble on you, didn't she? Not because I was Did going you, through a fucking shame spiral. Well, I, you didn't tell her that. Just like you wouldn't have told this one either. Well, I would have been through a shame spiral and I wouldn't have even gone on a date with her. <laughs> that would have been your OK Cupid <laughs> description. <laughs> Singer father going through <laughs> going through shame spiral. <laughs> Please validate my existence. Looking for a woman to share spiral with. <laughs> Hopefully you're just like me. Yep. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> and with that, I want to thank you guys for checking out this week's episode. Let's go have some dinner. I'm hungry. What time is it? It's, 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 a time, to have, it's time to have dinner. And, and your wife is texting me pictures of food oh, to eat damn. for dinner. 
So we're gonna what the fuck. <laughs> so we're gonna end out this episode now. Uh, go go like us on Facebook if you can. Go subscribe to us on YouTube if you if you prefer to get your episodes there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the at the, twi- at the Skinny Pod. Uh, we're gonna be retweeting our episodes uh, there every week. I'm coming for you, Sarah Michelle Geller. We're yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Sarah Michelle Gell because that's probably all that fits on your nineties <laughs> nineties n- overalls. <laughs> 90s ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>